This is the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel, and it's episode number 52. Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, Andrea here. I hope you're doing amazing. I am going to give a shout out to someone who wrote a review and their handle was whole body healing slash Dana. I need to give this person a shout out because they left such a beautiful review and I cannot thank you enough for all the people that have listened and then written reviews so that other people know what this show is all about. Listen to what she called it. It was if Tigger did a book review. (laughs) And I have to say that I've been called Tigger in a few times in my life. And it's, I guess it's the excitement. I do get really excited about books and sharing the knowledge within the books and is just like something that I'm so enthusiastic and passionate about. So I really can't can't even hide it. So that is such a beautiful title. Then she went on to say, or he, I'm not sure, went on to say, imagine a super excited friend giving you the skinny on books that you wish you had time to read. That is what you're going to get here. That is such a beautiful review. Thank you so much, Whole Body Healing slash Dana. I cannot thank you enough for taking the time and going over onto iTunes and writing a review for me. And it means the world to me. I put a lot of effort and energy into this show and all the books that I read and time that it takes to put this all together. So when, you know what, I hear that someone's really appreciating it, it means the world to me. And it also helps others find the show as well and helps the show to be more successful. So thank you so much. And I love doing little shout outs to people if they do write reviews. So if you haven't done it yet, you know what? That you can do it now. I want to encourage you to go over there, over on iTunes, and you can select ratings and review and write a review and tell everybody your favorite part about this podcast. Thank you so much. Hey there, it's Andrea here. I hope you're doing amazing. I highlighted such an awesome book this week. I'm so excited to highlight it for you in 15 minutes or less. I'm gonna say though, there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff within this book that you're probably gonna wanna go out and purchase this book because there are so many amazing little insights and tips and stories and references to research that really solidify the concept of this book. So it is Atomic Habits, An Easy and Proven Way to Build Good Habits and Break Bad Ones. So Tiny Changes, Remarkable Results. It's by James Clear and it is Atomic Habits. So this is such an exciting book feature. If this is your first time here on the show or listening, um, thank you so much for coming. This is where I highlight books in 15 minutes or less. I try to suck out all the actionable nuggets or things that you can apply to your life almost instantaneously. So it's not just a summary or a review of the book. It is so much more than that. What we do and what I do rather is I jump in and I kind of suck out. I create as I'm reading these books, I create these mind 
mind maps. And what I do is I use my mind map to help um, figure out ways that we can implement the teaching in these books. I mean, I find all these books are such fantastic little gifts and um, tools and strategies. And these authors have put so much effort and research into their books that I feel so excited to pull out all those fantastic things that we can actually apply to our life right away. So Atomic Habits is an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. This book is so fantastic. So do you have any bad habits? Come on, be honest. Um, Habits that you'd like to change or, you know, just are you looking for a proven framework that can help you, you know, get better every single day? When I read that, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. Like who doesn't want to, you know, decrease our not so great habits and increase our good habits. But I mean, how do we do that? Like it's like the wait till you hear this book. This book is so fantastic. So James Clear, he is one of the leading experts on habit formation. He reveals practical strategies that will teach us exactly how to master tiny behaviors. So not big goals and audacious goals, tiny little behaviors so that we can actually end up having remarkable results from these tiny behaviors. So whether you're an athlete looking to win a championship or you're a leader hoping to optimize an organization, or you just wish to quit smoking or lose some weight or reduce some stress or just achieve success that actually can last. Um, If you're in that situation, wait till you find out these fantastic things that you can use right away that he put in his book. So get ready because you're going to discover this proven strategy and these proven guides to to help make good habits increase and kind of more inevitable and bad habits almost impossible. (gasps) Doesn't that sound amazing? Okay, let's jump right in. So he first talked about atomic habits. So what did he mean by that, right? Atomic habits. So atomic is basically defined as like an extremely small amount of something or um, the source of immense power. So being tiny, right? But it's pretty powerful. Then he talked about habit being a routine or a practice that you perform regularly. So it, and then you perform it regularly. So it actually becomes an automatic response to a specific situation. And then that means that it's a habit. So if we put those two things together, um, you've, I, I bet you you've heard the suggestion or the expression rather, massive success requires massive action. Well, I have to say that this book turns that concept on its head. And you're going to see why. And I'm sure you've heard that expression because, you know, we always say, okay, uh, massive success requires massive action or take max massive action. And so there's some truth to that, but you're going to notice through this book that he really turns that concept on its head. So he talks about small improvements have shown to accumulate into remarkable results. So the idea is that it's easy for us to overestimate the importance of one defining moment. Like it's easy for us to overestimate that and underestimate the value of making small improvements or small actions daily on a daily basis. So that is powerful. So atomic habits being these extremely small little amounts of something that actually ends up having immense power and that it it can actually be formed into a habit. And so, and then in that habit of these small little actions actually create big results. So uh, are you as excited as I am? Like that is amazing, right? And it's kind of liberating. Okay. So 
then in his book, he talked about why tiny changes make big differences. So I'm sure you've heard the uh, the expression, you know, at the uh, at the bank, you know, when you invest and how small habits, they kind, kind of compound over time. Just like when you save, you know, a dollar and like, or you save not just a dollar, but you save money in the bank, right? And or wherever you invest it, it has a compound effect over time. You keep putting money towards it. It ends up getting bigger and bigger, right? If every single day you, you know, gain someone a loony or in Canada, that's a dollar. Um, if you gave someone $1 every day after 30 days, that's 30 bucks. So as you can see, like the compound effect creates bigger amounts. And, um, so it's powerful. So then he's talking about the same way money multiplies through the compound interest. Um, that is what happens when we have habits. Um, they multiply as we repeat them. They have more impact as we, as we, you know, exercise these tiny little things. So did you know that habits can compound for or against you? So what does that mean? So for example, if you were to be stressed out on a daily basis over and over and over again, you constantly have this stress. Well, stress can actually compound against you. You're going to have the negative effects of stress on your life. And the other thing is something that can um, you can compound for you, which means something like, you know, the love of learning or you learn every single day and that knowledge will have a compound effect on you and you'll be learning and growing every single day. So he talked about focusing on systems. So the best thing that we can do is instead of focusing on goals, uh, try focusing on daily systems. Now this resonates with me. I love systems and I love having, you know, um, things in place and what am I going to produce today? And what every single day you kind of work towards it and you have a daily system that will work to your advantage and have this compound effect. I thought that was so powerful. So, and he did talk about um, not focusing so much on goals. Isn't that crazy? They always say, set your goals. So, but the reality is, is yes, you're still going to have your goals, but uh, he's suggesting focus on systems instead of goals. Um, And so have your daily systems in place so you can put them into place. And the outcome actually has has very little, if you think about it, outcome has very little to do with your actual goal itself, right? You could have this goal to write a book, but the reality is, is that the goal itself doesn't have anything really to do with, you know, the, what you've done is just like an outcome you're seeking to achieve, but rather it's your daily system. That's going to put that goal into place. Doesn't that make perfect sense, right? So it's the daily act of, you know, sitting down and taking time to, uh, structure your, your framework for your book, if that's one of your goals, right? So I love that concept is that, yeah, have your goal, but the reality is, is is that uh, it's your daily systems and your daily routines and rituals that are going to really create results for you. So isn't that powerful? I thought that was powerful. Okay, so it's your commitment to the process is what he's saying within his book. The process is what's going to determine how you progress, how you get closer to your goals. So isn't that amazing? You're not looking at goals the same way now, are you? (laughs) I know I didn't. Uh, It's all about that system or the daily system that you put into place that's going to help you 
progress towards your goal. So it's the process that you're taking in order to get there. So you're hearing key words here, right? You're hearing daily systems. So creating and putting into place daily systems. Then he's also talking about focusing on the process that will help you get to your goal and help you progress. And that's amazing. Okay. So if you're having trouble changing your habits, um, what he said, the problem isn't you. Isn't that crazy? If you're having troubles changing your habits, so say you want to change a habit, the problem isn't you. The problem is your system. So as soon as we realize that, wait a second, we got to create a new system. So if you're, you know, you're wanting to lose 10 pounds, but you're not losing 10 pounds and you, you just, you know, keep going about your day. He says, if you're not reaching that goal of losing 10 pounds, the problem isn't you. The problem is your systems, your daily systems. What's going on on a daily basis? What process, like, what is it that you're doing on a daily basis? So this atomic habit idea refers to the tiny changes, those little changes, the marginal gains that can make a huge improvement on your life. It's those little habits that are part of a larger system that are the building blocks to your results. And wow. So are you so excited now to really look at your systems? I know I was. And in fact, uh, if you go to my website, I am uploading a worksheet for you on this, uh, literally right as soon as this uh, show goes live, I'm going to have a worksheet for you because there's just so much wonderful usable uh, nuggets here. Um, So, and I wanted to actually apply it to my life as well. So um, please go to my website at andreaseidel.com and click on worksheets and I will have a worksheet for you, a printable PDF free. um, And that is awesome. So that'll help you, you know, look at those things that is kind of the building blocks to what are going to give you big action. Okay. So take that in. Isn't that amazing? Um, I thought that was so powerful. Then he talked about the reason habits matter and why habits are important. So what are the reasons that all these, these habits or these atomic habits are really important? So, um, identify change is like the North star of habit change. So basically you need to identify, um, what it is that you would like to change. Like, what is it, um, that it is you'd like to create in your life? So how to better, uh, you know, build yourself. So how to build better habits in yourself. So the, so the real reason habits are so important is because it creates a system. These habits create the system that he's talking about that are going to eventually create huge results on our life. So the real reason that habits matter is because they're kind of like your North star. And so when you want to change or identify that you do want to change, um, you need to look at the habits that you have in place and look at the habits or build better habits into your day that you, you know, that you want to adopt into your life. So whether that be better habits in yourself, in your family, in your team, in your company, or anywhere else that you wish to achieve or uh, have better results. So looking at those habits. So, um, 
So it's really important. So are you becoming the type of person that you want to be? This was a major question within his book is all about, you know, um, what type of person do you want to be? How do you want to show up today? And then looking at building better habits into your day so you can become and be that person that you want to be. So the real reason that habits matter is because they are regular systems or regular activities that are going to help form habits and that are are going to help uh, form rituals to slowly help have that compound effect. And those daily systems are so essential. Wow. Okay. So you have the power to change your beliefs, to identify with yourself on a whole new level. So how the best question and why habits matter is that you got to think about what you want, how you want, want to identify yourself. How do you want to show up? What do you want in your life? How do you want to be? And then identify the habits or the daily systems that are going to help you build those habits into your life, into yourself, into your family, into your team, your companies, and all those things. So identify and reinforce um, those habits that are going to make a difference for you. So habits matter because they literally form your identity and they help you achieve all the things that you want to become. So he's shifting our focus to really focusing and thinking about, you know, your identity and the things that you'd like to, um, create for yourself in your life, the life, how you want to show up. I love that. So powerful. So your habits really matter because they help you become the type of person that you wish to be. So you become essentially your habits. Did you hear that? You become your habits. And it's so true, right? I know I feel so much better. My skin glows better when I have, you know, those daily systems in place where I drink all my water. I can tell the second I'm a little dehydrated because I hear it in my voice. I feel it in my skin. My lips are chapped. I don't glow as bright. Um, So those daily habits, thinking about and identify, how do I want to show up? I want to have lots of energy. I want to be radiant and I want my skin to be supple, my lips not to be chapped. So building in a daily system of drinking water and checking that I can build those better habits into my life is quite powerful. Don't you think? Okay. So then he talked about habits are behaviors that you repeat enough times that they become automatic. So habits are when we repeat a behavior enough times that they're kind of, they become unconscious. Like it's, it becomes automatic. So the ultimate, um, goal then is to repeat behaviors enough times that we would like to have uh, enough times that they become more like a ritual, like habit rather. So basically like thinking about those habits that you would like to consciously start putting and implementing into your daily systems and then doing them enough so that they actually become automatic. Isn't that amazing? So the ultimate purpose of Um, habits is to solve problems, right? So our brains are wired to, um, habits are meant to be there so that uh, our brain doesn't have to think all the time, right? So things become automatic. So the ultimate purpose of habits is to solve problems with as little energy as possible, right? As little brain power. So any habit can actually be broken into that feedback loop. I'm sure you've heard about it. There's a cue, 
uh, like an environmental cue, a craving, we would like something, we have a response to it and we're solving that problem and then we have some sort of reward. So the response is your behavior. So knowing this feedback loop, it's really important um, in the next parts of his book, he really explains that there are four simple steps to build better habits and we're going to talk about them. You ready? All right, so four simple steps. So we're going to, so the four steps are make it obvious. Um, and then he talked about make it attractive. Then he talked about making it easy. And then he talked about making it satisfying. So let's go into each one of those. So for the four steps to build better habits into our lives. So this building of these habits are so we can create the identity that we really want for ourselves in our lives. So not focusing so much on these, the audacious goals, but thinking about the daily systems in our life, breaking it down to these small things that can really help us achieve and be as successful and be kind of identify with that person that we want to show up as in our life. Ah, such a different refreshing approach towards goals, right? All right. So the first step is to make it obvious. And he talked about how you can ask yourself, how can I make it obvious? So the idea is pay attention to your habits. So by making it obvious, you're becoming aware of what it is that you're doing. What are your habits? Like, pay close attention, make it obvious um, of what it is that, that your habits that you have, whether they're good, whether they're bad, are they contributing, you know, towards the person that you want to show up as, or if they're not, it's kind of like, it's not a great habit. So it's not contributing to that identity that you're seeking. Um, just being aware. So the idea is you want to make your habits um, obvious. You want to make it obvious. So pay attention, be aware. And then he talked about pairing new habits with time and location. So he talked about using, um, in positive psychology, they call it the implementation intention strategy. That's where you say, I will behavior at what time in what location. So, um, I will drink water, um, what, whenever I'm driving in my car, that is an implementation intention. So when I sit down in my car, I know that that's my place where I'm going to drink. And I could be specific with time too. With the last 20 minutes of my car ride, I want to finish my water bottle. So things like that. So making it obvious and you pair your new habit that you're seeking with a time and a location. So using that implementation intention is quite powerful. Um, the other thing that he suggests suggested to is habit stack. So um, you have a new habit um, with your current habit. You put them together. So um, what you could do is after your current habit, so something that you do already, um, maybe, you know, it's brushing your teeth, I will, and then you put your new habit that you'd like to put in there, floss my teeth. So after I brush my teeth, I will floss my teeth. So setting these intentions is really powerful. He also talked about make cues in your environment stand out. So, so, um, basically so, so that you can be reminded of these new habits. So for me, I put the dental flossers right beside my toothbrush to remind me that this is my new habit, my new ritual for my wonderful gum health. All right. And so, um, 
So what he's suggesting is to make your new habit more obvious and make your old habits a little more invisible or the bad habit, the habit that you want to get rid of as invisible as possible. So pay attention to your habits is the first step, making them obvious, kind of noticing what are your habits? What are your things that you do on a regular basis? What has become automatic pilot for you on a daily basis? And then, you know, just notice if they're good, if they're bad, and then also be aware of these habits. And then what we can do is use the implementation intention. It's like when, you know, one of your habits might be to get up out of your bed in the morning, you take a big stretch, maybe one step further. Every time I sit up on the edge of my bed and I do that big stretch, that's already habit. I'm going to add four more yoga poses to that right? So then you have that implementation intention. He also talked about habit stacking. So putting the new habit with your current habit so that it really helps implement it into your life. So those are all powerful, right? Making it obvious. Um, The next one is to make it attractive. So ask yourself, how can I make it attractive? So how can you make your new habits attractive? Um, So habits are basically dopamine driven, which means are every time we, um, we, we perform a habit. I said we so many times there. Every time we perform a habit, uh, a ritual, and we have that feedback loop, um, we have it. There's got to be a reward. So it's dopamine driven, which means that our motivation increases with things that are really attractive or habits that are attractive to us. And the anticipation of a reward actually increases our dopamine levels. So just knowing those facts, we need to make our new habits that we would like our new systems to be very attractive, to have that anticipation of a reward. It needs to have a dopamine boost for us. So um, he talked about temptation bundles. So he talked about pairing an action um, that you want to do with an action that you need to do. So kind of putting something together that you really uh, want to have um, happen or a new habit you want to form with something that you need to do. Um, so, uh, sorry, making sure that it's something that you want to do, that you're going to get a reward from it combined with something that you need to do. So that'll help you get, uh, things done. Right. So I don't know what comes to mind for me with this one is, uh, it, I don't like doing laundry and folding laundry. So um, what I try to do is I make it a game. So I make it like, so I've got the clock going, it's going to go as fast as I can. And then what I do as well is I play music or I'll try to listen, I'll listen to a podcast because that's something I want to do, listen to a podcast while I'm folding laundry, which I don't want to really do. So I'm making that habit a little more attractive by um, listening to podcasts or music or doing something with it. So I thought that was really good. Temptation bundle. So pairing an action that you want to do with an action that you need to do. I thought that was pretty powerful. Okay. So we tend to uh, imitate behavior of people that are close to us as well. Kind of like our tribe or also people who are powerful. Uh, We tend to kind of imitate behavior. 
So his suggestion is just be aware of what who you surround yourself with and what you're exposing yourself to um, because it really does make a big difference. So for example, if there's kind of, if there's a habits that bad habits that you're trying to avoid, making sure that um, you associate yourself with people and things that have those good habits that you're trying to implement. Um, and also he talked all about good habits. You want to associate them with good feelings. So for example, if you really want to get to the point where you're addicted to um, fitness, think about how good and really dwell and savor how good you feel after the workout. As hard as it is to get there and make that a habit to get to the gym or you know doing your exercise, it's amazing how if you associate and think about that you know anticipation of reward and that dopamine attractiveness, um, think about all the benefits like think about how good you feel after your workout. Think about how yummy the food tastes after you've had a really nice workout. Um, Thinking about how your muscles feel tingly, how you can feel circulation, all those things, making it attractive. Okay. So associate good habits with good feelings, but then you can also associate bad habits with bad feelings. So for example, you know, if you're trying to quit smoking, for example, think about, you know, how it makes your clothes smell, how it gets into your hair and how it might be making your lungs feel heavy. Anyway, so like things like that, associating bad feelings with bad habits um, is kind of good, right? It's going to help that habit fall away. All right, so making it attractive. And if you want to increase the habit, making it unattractive if you want to decrease the habit. Okay, so then he talked about making it easy. So ask yourself, how can I make it easy? So focus on taking action. So habit formation is all about the process of behaviors becoming more and more uh, automatic, right? So um, what you want to do is focus on the number of times that you perform a habit instead of how long you're performing a habit. So his suggestion is to keep doing the habits that you want to do, even if you have to consciously force yourself to do it in the beginning and kind of, you know, try to make it as attractive as possible. Um, Focus on taking action and doing the habit as often as you can, because it'll become more automatic. So making it easier to do. He also talked about focusing on um, the law of least effort. And this is true, right? So if uh, there's obstacles in the way, uh, it's going to be harder to perform that new habit. It's going to be harder to have that habit. So the reality is, is that you want to make things like decrease the friction in order to get you somewhere. So for example, if you wanted to work out more and you're thinking about joining a gym, the best thing you could do is go to that gym on the way home from work or uh, sign up to that place that you know is just around the corner from your house or, you know, things like that is um, decreasing the friction that it'll take you uh, to do that. So it's making it easy. Um, So creating the environment where uh, you can find uh, it easy to and possible to perform these habits. The other thing is if you want to decrease a bad habit is you make it so it's not easy. So with my weight loss clients that I've worked with in the past, um, the best thing is to, first of all, not have cookies in the house, but especially if that's your trigger food, but you can put it up in the highest cupboard. You can put in the way back corner of the cupboard. It's hardest to get there. Or you even make it so that they're your least favorite cookies. Um, so there you go. You're increasing, you know, you're not making it as easy. 
or as tempting. So, um, yeah, so you want to start to automate your uh, habits. So prime your environments, like really think about the habits that you want and rituals and those daily systems that you want to implement and then try to make them as easy as possible. One actionable tip that he suggested was using the two minute rule. So when you start a new habit, it should take less than two minutes to do. So considering that kind of really focusing on over the like getting rid of any obstacles to really help you get started. So, um, so you want it to be under that two minute rule, how to get started. Okay. So, um, that's a good one. So ritualize the beginning of the process. So making it easy to start. All right. So then he talked about um, making it satisfying. So ask yourself, how can I make it satisfying? Um, So when we are more likely to repeat behavior, we repeat behavior when we feel satisfaction from it. So our human brains have evolved to prioritize immediate rewards over delayed rewards, right? You've heard of delayed gratification. Um, So we want immediate rewards. We want it to be satisfying. So our human brain is wired for that. So knowing that general human behavior shows that we want immediate rewards and we want them to be repeated. (laughs) So, so what is, so basically what is immediate Uh, immediately punished will be avoided and what is immediately rewarded will be repeated. So we'll do it over again, right? And studies have shown this. So, uh, So in order for a habit to stick, you need to be immediately rewarded. So this is so key. So it kind of, it goes along with that whole making it attractive, right? That, that dopamine hit, but um, it needs to be rewarded. So what is, you know, in order to really have these habits stick? And um, so habit um, trackers are a great idea. So kind of tracking your habits and satisfying and notice how you can become satisfied with those habits and then provide evidence on your progress. So just keeping track of what the habits are doing for you and notice this level of satisfaction that they're bringing and really focusing and looking for clear evidence that you are progressing and that um, you're making it, that it is satisfying, right? That you've, you've reached that, that you're doing that, that you're feeling good, remembering those things that make you satisfied. Then he also talked about if you want to decrease a, ha- a bad habit, you're going to make it unsatisfying. So you're less likely likely to repeat that behavior, you know, if it's painful or if it's unsatisfying. And one of the best things he was saying within his book to really make it unsatisfying or a little bit, you know, not as comfortable is having accountability partners. Um, you know, cause if you're not, you know, reaching these goals or, um, taking on these habits or you're, you know, you have a bad habit and you say, you know what, uh, if you see me doing this, you know, uh, that accountability makes a bit more of it, makes it a little more unsatisfying. Okay. So, um, the other thing he suggested was a habit contracts. They're always good. It's like, you know what, um, you're kind of creating that pain if you don't, um, fulfill this contract and, uh, and that if your desired habits are not met, then you, you know, you're, you're not feeling so great. So those were his tips. So amazing. So basically you are going to make it satisfying, make it easy, 
make it attractive and make it obvious. And all these things are so fantastic because it's all about little progressive daily systems that can really help you to reach that goal that you want to reach. That all those daily habits make such a big difference. So atomic habits basically reshapes the way we think about progress and goals, and it really gives us the tools and techniques that we need in order to transform our habits, right? Increasing good habits that we want to increase and decreasing bad habits that we don't want to have around as much. And so I think my major takeaway from this book is that there is so much power in habits, like daily little systems and daily habits can make such a big decision, a big difference rather in our decision making. It makes a big difference in our, you know, how we face our day and also makes a big difference in our continuous improvement, that compound effect and just really shifting your focus on what you, you know, uh, instead of what you want to achieve, instead of that is coming, what is it that you want to become? Like, how do you want to show up? And then what are some daily habits that you can form atomic habits and rituals in order to, you know, allow your true identity to emerge? Like you basically become your habits, knowing that we become our habits. It's like, okay, well, what are my habits? (laughs) Just being aware. So that's the best way to change our behavior is to really make our habits, um, obvious, attractive, easy, and satisfying. The good habits. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. I hope that was amazingly helpful for you. Again, I have this in a work a sheet, um, PDF printable free on my website, go to andreasidal.com, click on worksheets and you can download it and you can come up with your own atomic habits, um, to build into your day of what you want habits, good habits you want to increase bad habits that you slowly want to decrease. Uh, it has the implementation intention and everything right there for you. I hope this was helpful. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a great day. If you like this podcast that's like personal training for your mind, you've got to come over to my website at andreasadel.com where I take all these books, I highlight, coach, and summarize the content in my unconventional book and coaching club. Let's face it, no one is sunshine and butterflies all the time, but we can make happiness a lifestyle. So I want to invite you to sign up at my website for my freebies and giveaways so that you can start each week positively. Finally, don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you listen to, download and write a review because they really help grow the show.